What up, guys? My name is Gina Fontanella. Welcome to Music Blueprint, episode 16, I think. I'm feeling pretty good. I got my Yankee jersey on. I know those uh, listeners can't see it, but all my YouTubers can. Go Yanks. All you Red Sox fans can suck it. <laughs> and um, I'm not going to lie. Today I am pretty fired up. And I'll explain why. I have heard this week too many talented people tell me that they cannot book a gig. And it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. And it doesn't drive me nuts that they can't book a gig. That's not what drives me crazy. What drives me crazy is, is when I ask them why haven't they booked a gig or, or what's not why, but like, you know, uh, what's going on? Like, have you tried this? Have you tried that? What really comes down to is they haven't put in the effort. And I don't really like being the person that tells somebody you need to want it, but you gotta want it because there is always somebody who's actually less talented than you that wants it more. And just because you're talented doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't mean that you deserve it. Talent plays such a small role in the, the music industry and your success. And I don't want to be the, you know, the, I don't know, the bitter industry person or like anything like that. But in this day and age, in 2020, with computers and laptops and even your phone which is basically a mini computer there is no reason why you cannot book a gig and there's no reason why you can't book a gig even if you suck you can book a gig okay now whether or not it's paid that's a different scenario but I know people who've gotten paid gigs that suck suck and they got a paid gig and let that be an encouragement, or uh, what am I trying to say? Let that be encouraging to you. Because if you suck, you can still get a kick. And you know what? In the beginning, everybody sucks. We all suck. The first show that I played sucked. It was the worst. But I still got the gig, and I still got paid. I think I made 75 bucks on my first gig or something like that. So it's possible. And here's how I'm going to explain it's possible. The easiest way to book a show is collect as many emails as possible on as many venue websites as you can think of. Every venue that you like. Or just go to Google and type in a city that you want to play and type in, I want to book a gig in such and such place. Or just type in, Music restaurants in Detroit, music venues in Los Angeles, places to play music or places to listen to music in Madison, Wisconsin. I don't know. I'm just thinking of random places because a lot of times people think, why live in the middle of nowhere? I can't play shows. I literally played, oh, is it called Twin Lakes? Twin Peaks? Twin something, Michigan. <laughs> Twin Falls. I think it's Twin Falls. We're going to go with Twin Falls. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I played in the middle of nowhere in Michigan at a small little coffee shop. And to this day, they brought almost more people to that show than I had at most of my shows for the first seven years of my career. So... Just because you live in the middle of nowhere does not mean that you cannot book a show. And most of the time, if you live in the middle of nowhere, drive 45 minutes to a city. Every In America, every state is within a drive of a city. Find the city, book a gig. Pretty simple. Um, so I'm going to go back to walking through buying, uh, booking a gig, not buying a gig. Although you can buy a gig as well. <laughs> um, okay. Figure out what place you're going to play. Go to Google. Find a list of venues. Um, you can go to Indie on the Move. Indie on the Move is great. Um, you just have to have some kind of discernment of, you know, if, if it doesn't have a lot of reviews, that's probably not a place you want to play. Or if you're just starting out, Maybe it doesn't have a lot of reviews and you know there's not going to be a lot of people there. So that might be a good place for you to get your toes wet. Who knows? It's your decision. Know thyself. But get a list of venues together. Go on their websites. Almost every website on there has some type of contact information, whether it be a manager. Sometimes if it's a music place, they'll have a... a music manager, like a booking agent or a booking person email for you to contact. Um, check their calendar. That's very important too. You don't want to, you know, ask to play on May 14th and it's Screamo night and you're not a Screamo artist. That wouldn't be smart. Uh, just check their calendar really quick. Make sure that, you know, the the time that you want to play is, is free. Um... And that you're not clashing with some other lineup. Or maybe if there is a lineup, maybe you can say, hey, can I just sneak in and play three songs? I'm just starting out. I'll play for free. I'll give somebody my drink ticket. You know, whatever. Think of whatever. Um, Find that angle. And then once you get those lists of people together, then send what's called your EPK, which is basically just a musician's resume and send that out saying, hey, my name is this, I'm a such and such artist, um, I'd like to play at your place on this date, and here's some of my music for you to check out, or here's a YouTube video for you to check out, or here's my Instagram, or whatever, and say, you know, I'd like to play on, on this date, and, you know, I'd like, whatever. Or, and also say maybe how many people you can bring. Maybe you just load up your friends that all live in the middle of nowhere and you guys drive down 45 minutes and, and play a show and boom, you've got five people. Say, hey, I'll, I'll buy you guys all a beer if you buy a ticket. Done. When you're first starting out, a lot of people realize that you're not going to have a lot of followers. Like I played in Wisconsin. It was like, I told the people, look, I'm not going to have a lot of followers here. I know some people, but it's for a wedding. They're not coming. I maybe can get three people. They're like, all right, cool. We we love your music. We'll take a risk on you. They they loved my performance. And they asked me to come back, even though I only brought, I think it was three people. So again, there's no reason in this day and age for you not to be able to book a gig. And I know that that maybe sounds harsh. 
but at Music Blueprint, we are trying to prepare you to be successful as a musician and to make money as a musician. And for that reason, I'm just not going to BS you. I'm just going to be very real with what's going on. There is no reason for you not to book a gig if you want one, period. You can book it. You just got to put the time and the effort. And if you don't want to put the time and the effort, that's fine. Find the person who does and kick them back 20% of your ticket sales or or 20% of the money you make. I mean, figure out a way. If you really hate it that much, um, find the person who's who's wanting to come up and work and and you know build their way up through the industry and and do it that way. Um, personally, I think if you're in the beginning, you want to try to keep on you know keep as much money as you can because you know in the beginning it's like really hard to get paid gigs. So until you kind of get in a flow, but that's just my opinion. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Again, know yourself, know what you're what you can do. Um, but as much as you can, don't let laziness get the best of you and don't let entitlement get the best of you. Um, don't think just because you're talented that that people are going to take a chance on you and people are going to just invest everything in you. Unfortunately, that's not how it goes. In the music industry, money talks. And so you will constantly get quote unquote bought out because the person your next door neighbor sold a hundred tickets and you only sold two. It's the name of the game. The person who puts in the most effort and can reap the most revenue is the person that wins in the music industry. It's sad. I know you could take a second to just revel in it. I totally get it. It sucks. It's the worst. And I've, and I've dealt with it the whole time I've been in the industry. It really does suck. A lot of times, you know, I wouldn't get the opening spot on a tour because that person was friend that, you know, their buddy, they wanted to take their buddy on the road rather than me. And sometimes in that case, it didn't even matter how many ticket sales I would sell. It was just about friendship basis. Um, and it sucks, you know, it sucks to be talented and it sucks to, that people won't give you a shot when, you know, you're the, maybe, you know, you're the best in the room and, and people aren't, you know, still giving you a chance, but there's something that never goes away because talent can fade. Talent, talent can come and go. Unfortunately, you know, we see it with singers all the time. As you get older, you start losing your voice. Um, so talent comes and goes, but the thing that doesn't come and go is work ethic. And if, if you can work your way to becoming something with the talent that you do have, when the talent goes away, it doesn't matter because you'll be successful at anything, period. I'm taking a long dramatic pause here because I just laid down some solid truth like something that people should live by talent comes and goes but work ethic doesn't and so when your talent fades you know that you'll be successful at anything because you have the work ethic if you decide halfway into music that music wasn't cut out for you, it's not that big a deal if you drop it because you know you have the work ethic to go into any fields you want to and you will be successful. Period. Period. It 
is so important to have that work ethic. I mean, look at some of the, look at the big artists today. Like one of my favorite ones to use, and I and I feel bad for using her because I have so much respect for her. But like Rihanna is not the best vocalist in the game. She's not. And I think she knows it. She's got a vibe. Look, she laid down a vibe. But the thing that she has is work ethic. Because what did she do? She had a music career, was one of the top musicians in the game. Now she has one of the top beauty products in the game. Secured one of the largest um, brand deals ever. I think, uh, is it Puma? I think she's with? It might be Adidas. I don't know. Whatever. She secured one of the largest brand deals today. And, you know, you may chalk that up to maybe her management or whatever, but she still has to get up every day and and post all the things that she has to post. She has to do the photo shoots for, for all those different brands. She has to do videos for Fenty. I mean, she's hustling, and she doesn't have to. But if you want to be the top dog in the game, you got to. And on a lower level, if you want to start making money as a musician, you got to put in the effort. You got to put in so much effort that you feel like you're going to die. <laughs> That's basically how I would explain it. Because talking about my own experience, I came out of college and I immediately started touring. I booked a month-long tour right out of college, right out of college, like literally graduated. I had a week and a half off. Boom. I went on my first tour a month long. And then after that tour, I moved to Nashville, was in Nashville for two months just to kind of, you know, move in and get my bed and my room set up. And then I went on a three month or two and a half month tour and played, I want to say 20, 25 shows. And then I did that all year round, played almost 100 shows that first year. And then every year after that, I played 125 shows a year. And I thought I was going to die, straight up. Most of those shows were f- shows that were five hours a night. It was crazy. But I made connections with all these people. I, I, I started um, building up my songwriting skills because I was in Nashville. Like when I got off the road, I, I didn't stop. I didn't even take a day off. I literally would like, give myself one day to sleep in because I was also being my driver, being my booking agent, being my manager, uh, and being an artist. So when I got back from being on the road, I was exhausted because I was driving myself hours and hours by myself and then playing a show and then getting up the next day and driving to the next show and then playing a long show. It was crazy. So I would give myself one day off in Nashville and then like the next day, I would be off to the races. I would start my my songwriting schedule up. I was doing, I was trying to do like three, four sessions a week right when I got back because, you know, I wasn't in town. So I got to reconnect with people. I was going to everybody's shows while I was in town. It doesn't stop. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. And if I would have let up for a second, somebody would have got ahead of me. And there was definitely tons of people that already got ahead of me. And I was hustling. It's the name of the game. The name of the game is work ethic. And then and then really, beyond that, it's about who you know. Um, and that's probably number one. Number one is who you know. And however you see fit to network is however you see fit to do it. Get yourself involved. Be on the forefront of people's minds 
constantly. I just recently decided that I'm going to try to put out two posts a day on Instagram and it's already killing me. I feel like it's death. <laughs> it's so much work and I'm already, I was barely getting one post a day, but I told myself if I can be on the forefront of people's minds constantly and I had a few people who had recently hooked me up with an opportunity um, a few months ago. And they, I said, well, why did you hook me up with that? Like, I'm so grateful, but like, you know, you, you know so many people, why me? And they said, dude, you were posting like every day. And when they said, who do you know to for this songwriting session? I was like, who do I know is a good songwriter to connect them, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, you were the first person that came to mind because I saw you every day. Figure out how to network. Network is the number one thing. Second thing is hard work. Third thing is talent. Those are the three things that make the music industry for an individual. If you can lock down the first two, you're golden. But the last one, unfortunately for talent, it's not as important. It is important because you want, you want, you want to be successful in that way and you want to be talented, but Unfortunately, the who you know and the work ethic are the things that trump that. So I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I know I was kind of fired up and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer about the industry. I thought I just saw a spider. I swear to God, I almost just flipped this whole table. <laughs> oh my God. It wasn't, it was just a reflection. Okay. Um, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but... You can book a gig in 2020 and I'm going to gas you up for a second. You can completely suck. And sometimes people don't know if they suck or not, but you can suck and book a gig and make money. Let that be something that you rest on. Period. All right, guys. <laughs> Sorry to be so intense. But I'm trying to get the point across in the best way possible because I want you guys to be successful and I want all of the greatest things for you. Again, sorry to be so intense. <laughs> all right. I'll see you guys next Monday. This is Music Blueprint. Please like and subscribe. And if you like this video, even as intense as it was, please share it. We're trying to build an audience here and... Um, and try to help as many people as possible. All right, see you next week.